Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who's fucked Armando's mum. It's Richard Herring! So inappropriate, I <laughs> Just in the moment, it felt like the right thing to say, but he's in the audience, and, you know, very incredibly disrespectful. So welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Uh, but I was talking to Kingsley... The Partick Thistle mascot, designed by David Shrigley, which, remember, it looks like the offspring of Bert from Bert and Ernie uh, and the son from the Teletubbies. That's what it's... And, you know, it looks quite angry because, you know, that's not right, is it? You can't have sex with a, ch- a baby son. That is wrong. Anyway, do you remember, the, remember Kingsley, the mascot from Partick Thistle? Look it up. He's cool, that's what I'm saying. He calls it Rahalastapas, so that's what's, that's what's gonna, that's what's gonna catch on. There, so, uh, yeah, this weekend, uh, I went to, uh, I went to London Zoo, and then, uh, after London Zoo, it was good, do, do go, uh, and, uh, afterwards we went up to Primrose Hill, which is very nice, uh, and we looked at the house where Paddington lives in, uh, Paddington 1 and Paddington 2. It's in Prim- Primrose Hill, if you want to go and see it. Um, my daughter, I, I told my daughter people lived there. She went, oh, God, they better not use their toothbrushes if they live there, because <laughs> it was nice. She believes it. She believes the story. Uh, and my wife said, should we take a picture of the kids in front of Paddington's house? I went, no, don't be a, like, a tourist. We can't do that. That'd be awful for them. And then we were next to Alan Bennett's house, and I said, oh, get a picture of me. I said, oh. <laughs> she nearly did, uh, but I think... Often, I know where Alan Bennett lives. It's near where Paddington lives. Oh, no, we maybe should cut that out. Um, maybe we should cut it out. We don't want people... People know where Paddington lives. Right? Would you like to live in Paddington's house? It must be annoying, right? Andy McH, or would you like the attention? You'd go for it. Yeah, I mean, it's a fucking nice house, to be fair. I'd like to live in Paddington's house so I could sell it and, you know, have £10 million. Uh, but anyway... Enough about me. I have to thank some people uh, for uh, 
Let's just check I get the right one. Yeah, the, uh, got some people for being uh, Kickstarter. I, I don't know, you know, I'll just say whatever's on the card, all right? And I don't know if I'm being, you know, forced. I'm being said something here that might get me cancelled if I do. <laughs> this one is from It's All Oriental. <laughs> don't like the sound of that. Um, hold up. Chris Burley is a complete twat, and I wouldn't trust him to build a sandcastle. So that's... that's I don't know who gave that in. I don't know what it is. Uh, Maybe a code to start World War III. I do not know. Uh, And also, Scott Pezza doesn't want anything said other than his or her or their name. So that's very good. Um, Right. Should we just crack on? We could just crack on, couldn't we? No no one one likes this bit. Um, (laughs) Just to get everyone sat down and facing the right direction before we've. You can always fast forward, you know. No, I mean, you can't. You've got to sit here and enjoy it. Um, okay, it was, we, we love it, Richard. We, we love you, you're great. Okay, thanks. You're, you're my hero. Thank you, that's okay. Uh, my guest this week is probably best known for her role as kissing couple slash woman. I'm assuming she's a woman in a kissing couple, but maybe she played both of those roles in Stakeout. Not that one. Please welcome Rosie Holt, ladies and gentlemen. Incredible, Rosie Holt. It's Rosie Holt. Welcome. Come in. Sit down. Make yourself at home. How are you? Great. Good. What can you tell me about uh, playing? Were you a, a woman in a kissing couple? Yes. In the stakeout? Yes. I'd completely forgotten that Had when you? when I was backstage. Um, it was with Imogen Stubbs. Wow. Yeah. She wasn't part of the kissing couple. <laughs> and um, I just had to kiss this man in the dark. Okay. It was really grim. And I don't think I got paid very much. <laughs> I think. Okay. Yeah. Was it definitely a film? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know, but that's acting, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's acting. acting. Yeah. I had to lick Russell Tovey's neck. Why? I don't know. <laughs> that's the director told me to do it, so I did it. it Russell said it was okay. Okay, great. It's consensual licking. He actually said I could lick anything I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) He smells very nice. Have you ever worked with Russell Tovey? No, but he does look like a man who smells smells delicious. And even, you know, licking aftershave isn't the best thing, but it still tasted nice. (laughs) Be out soon, that film, if you want to see it. (laughs) I know, yeah, you'll be there, you'll be watching it. I've got my top off. Nearly, nearly all the way through the thing. <laughs> Acting's a, a stupid job, isn't it? It is a really stupid uh, job. You, start, you started as an actor. Yes. So what? What? What prompted the move into? Because then you, you, you did a lot of theatre. Yeah. And you still do do theatre. Yes. But you, what prompted you to give comedy? A... Um, I was not being very successful at theatre. <laughs> okay. So, uh, no, I, I think also it, it's just sort of, um, you know, acting, a lot of acting is sort of sitting, waiting for the phone to ring. Yeah. And the great thing about comedy is you can come up with something and then you can literally find a pub and do it that evening. Yeah. So it scratches that sort of creative itch, which was good. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what was your... Because I've seen... Uh, the nice thing about a lot of newer acts is that pretty much everything they've ever done is online. So yeah. So you can watch the... Uh, the genesis of your, your, you know, your more famous character, which is, are you just called the woman? Is that the character's name, or does she have a, does she have a no, name? No, she, she, well, it's sort of two characters that are very similar. Okay. One is the woman, <laughs> and one is an MP. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, the early stuff, you sort of seem to, I've, I've heard you say you, were, you had a ukulele in your early acts, and I've seen yes. a ukulele song. That's yeah, on, I did your, your Dirty YouTube Songs page. on a Ukulele, yeah. which I think is always a good place to start. Yeah. So was that, was that your uh, original act? It's, well, it started that way, and then it kind of morphed into, uh, everyone in the comedy world are very rude about ukulele players. Yes. It's sort of the, the dirt of the comedy world, isn't it? I, I felt, mean, yeah. Yeah. Right, I mean, pro- not as bad as prop comedian, so at least, no, at least it's a true. skill. <laughs> it's not much of a skill, though. <laughs> it's a skill. Yeah. But yeah. no, I started with the ukulele, and then I evolved okay. with to no ukulele. <laughs> yeah. 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 The ukulele songs are good. I mean, they are quite rude songs. Yeah, they are rude songs. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my, what we're fine with. That. Parents were so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's nice for you to leave them up so we can still see them. Oh, no, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can take them down. Um, I wanted to ask you, are you ever confused with Rosie Holt, the New Zealand-based florist famous for her business, uh, which is called Rose Tinted Flowers? You ever... No. And you're not, because I thought that was who I booked. There is the... <laughs> There is, there is a Rosie Holt who people okay. often tag in and she's now locked her account. Oh, really? Which is awful. She's never acknowledged it, was... it as well. She just locked her account. I wouldn't have thought it was that common a name. If you were to open a florist business... Yes. What name would you go? I think, I mean, it's rose-tinted flowers, I don't think. And no offence to Rosie Holt. <laughs> but she's using a pun on rose there, I think. Could you... She's saying rose-tinted flower. It makes me think she's done something to the flowers, right? <laughs> Would you Because I think I just think Holt. I've got some flowers for you. That would be oh, a better that's name, great. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. What would you? Would you've got any? Or even could could it just be a slight amendment like ro- rosy tinted flowers? <laughs> rosy, <laughs> it would be better. Yeah. 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 Rosy. I haven't done anything to the flowers. <laughs> I know it sounds like I have. From oh, she's done very well. Um, good, for, what's, good for her. <laughs> I mean, all the questions I've got are for are for her. Uh, what is? <laughs> What is your biggest challenge as a, uh, been, as a florist so far, <laughs> would you say? Um, just, just making sure they don't die. Oh, yeah, it's hard. Well, yeah. you've, you've killed them, so they are going to die. Yeah, and then they just sort of stand in your house like corpses. <laughs> Horrible reminders of what you failed to do. It's, yeah, it's a weird thing, isn't it, the way we bring plants. And Christmas trees, I always think, is a very strange tradition, which I, it, I can't believe it carries on in this ecologically, you know, mindful world. Yeah. You chop down a tree and put it in your house. I, like, all flowers are the same, aren't they, really? Yeah, it's true. We just watch their dead remains. Yeah. God, it's yeah. turned dark very quickly. <laughs> well, it's okay, though. If you, you know, any dead remains, if you cover them in tinsel, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think... I think <laughs> any dead remains? Yeah, <laughs> any dead I remains. So. Yeah. It would at least give the you know the police something to laugh about, wouldn't it? If you've killed, <laughs> if you've killed your husband, you come back, he's got baubles all over him. <laughs> and then it's like a little plus, isn't it? It's yeah. like, oh, I may have you know caused some misery in the world, but I made that policeman laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the evolution of all this, you started, you did some Edinburgh shows, yeah, with Christian Talbot, yes, um, yes, yeah. And he's a good comedian? Yeah. You still on good terms with him? No. Okay. <laughs> so you jealous of your success? <laughs> I love it when the double act goes wrong. But all of mine have. <laughs> so it's fine. It's all... <laughs> and then you did your own show in Edinburgh? Yes. Yeah. And then, and then I did... Um, I did a, which I didn't write. I did a parody show called The Crown Jewel, which was like a, a parody of, of Netflix, The Crown. But it was just two of us right. playing all the roles. That was fun. And that was coming into lockdown right there, so you were doing that. And then yes, we, we did in. that and then we were about to go to America on a six-month tour and then the coronavirus wow. ascended. Ascended? Descended. Yeah. Yeah. And was that, was, was in a way, I mean, it stopped that job, but yes. in a way was the coronavirus what sort of has, has led to this? Yeah, so thank you, coronavirus. Yeah, good, <laughs> yeah. no, it was, it was weird because I think... We, we, I wasn't doing anything, so you start... And also, I wasn't acting, so you kind of think, oh, how can I do this and just do something so I'm not going bored? And then you put things onto the internet and they grow. Yeah. What was the first thing that sort of made you think, oh, this, there's something happening? Was it the... It, it was during the Black Lives Matter protests, yeah. and um, Sadiq Khan had posted a tweet saying that he was... He was having a statue, I think it was Robert Milligan, removed in London because he said of, if it, because of his links to slavery. And there were all these really angry responses from people saying, you're taking away our history and this is dem- democracy is failed. And it was so extreme, but also very funny. <laughs> and um, so, so I put up a video of, um, of a woman who was saying that, she was basically following through on all those arguments. So she was saying, you know, they're erasing history just like Stalin did you know, who incidentally I have a statue of in my garden. Um, and it, it blew up, because when I started doing that, I, I had sort of 3,000 followers on Twitter, and then suddenly had all these really angry messages saying, you shouldn't have a statue of Stalin in your garden, it's disgusting. Uh, I mean, a lot of the pleasure of your stuff is that about 50% of people seem to think it's all real, right? Yeah, it's is that, that, is it, bit, is it, that how much of the enjoyment is down? 
It's, that, it's sort of bizarre how... I mean, it, it does show, again, what we were talking about last week, how, how insane sort of facts, the, the, yeah. the truth and lies has become and, and, and how difficult it is to parody people on the internet because... Yeah. Well, it is, and it's just... But I think also people like... Um, there's just a lot of rage. Mm. I mean... Because I had, I you know, I had, I've had tweets of few reproachable people saying you shouldn't, you shouldn't trick people, you shouldn't trick us, and but you know, I'm not trying to. I, I did a, um, a video. Uh, there was an anti um, anti masker, anti vaxxer and she she put up a video and um, she said she said it was my first time going to the shop without a mask, and she said and I, I went there and everyone was looking at me and I felt so threatened and sad and anyway I'm going to you know Tesco's this afternoon and so I did a video parodying that where I said I I went into a supermarket and um you know everyone was chanting burn the witch burn the witch and uh someone came up to me and threw a bell over my neck and presumably to warn the people in the frozen food aisle I was coming and the people were going they should have thrown a bell round your neck and how dare you? And I, you know, I'm glad they shouted burn the witch. And I was thinking, how, how, why have you... Obviously this isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, you know, pretty much every tweet you tweet, someone will yeah. take it seriously, yeah. whatever you put. I mean, and you'd think like being a comedian, if it says comedian in your bio, you think that would be like a clue that yeah. maybe not everything's going to be serious. But um, yeah, so it's... But, and, and I guess that the, um, the MP character by con, com, i suppose combining the actual footage of you know pre- interviewers asking you asking questions that you then pretend you're answering yeah i suppose that um it, I, I guess as well i mean to to be fair on everyone i mean our mps are so ridiculous yeah. so it, it is i remember once when I, I i did a sketch of the mp and there were lots of people saying uh, getting angry at me and then putting up Michael Fabrican and saying this guy's a good comedy act so it's you know just go well if he you know he's ridic- he's ridiculous yeah. of course I look more real than he does yeah what is and his mean, hair it's, it's unbelievable we have yeah. talked about him before on the podcast but yeah he's lying to us with his uh, his actual hair yes. and, and thinks <laughs> Thinks we're going to believe anything? Does he think we th- th- can't say? So he, I mean, he looks more like you're absolutely right. The number of the number of uh, YouTube and Twitter people who's that's basically their actors yeah. to put on a funny wig and do a mild character. You can't really compete with it. But you have, you know, you also fooled like Philip Pullman, the author, very yeah. intellectual author. So it's not, you know, it's not just no, not no, just yeah. you know stupid people who are falling for it. <laughs> it's falling, clever people are falling for it too. Yeah. And how does it? But how does that feel when? I mean, do you feel good about the fact that it must be fun, right? That the people well, I, or not? It's a bit sort of like ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I think because it was AC Grayling as well sort yeah. of tweeted that I was a bull faced. I can't even remember what it was. Right. Emetic, some word I can't pronounce. <laughs> and I was like, ah. So it's sort of it's fun, but it's also a bit a bit unnerving. Yeah. Yeah. So it's people on both sides. Yeah. Are uh, you know it? It is this sort of compunction to just be to be. Rude. I mean, you know, the character is stupid. Yeah. But not much. And is I mean that is the pro- problem. It's not much more. You're not much more. No. Than and I think Doris. she she's more just um she's just saying what she thinks she should say. She's not really think stopping to think about what she's actually saying. She's yeah. just following the party line. And which was, is all right, isn't it? It's all right to do. Was that. again was the was did, are, you, are you just you know did you think I've got it and this is going to be the, these things are going to be it or was it just a, was it a slowly growing realization that you were. As you know, as you're working your way through this, and, and, yeah. and you know, because it's a new medium, and I'm very excited by the number of people, especially in lockdown, that have you know, but he, uh, over the last few years, who've created something online that has broken through in this way and, yeah. and led on to other stuff. But you know, it, it was were you thinking, yeah, I've got it, and this is going to be the next step, or is it just let's try this and see what happens? Or do you... well, to be- yeah, to begin with, it was very much let's try this and yeah. see what happens. I didn't, I wasn't expecting it to. Um, to go where it did, yeah, and then you just you just go with it, don't you? Yeah, and think, oh, I better w- learn about politics now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what you know, the people, the presenters who end up in the sketches, yeah. unwittingly. Have you had any feedback yes. from that? Are they are yeah. they happy or are they? No, no. no it's all... <laughs> because yeah. you know it is. You know the one with the guy from talk, I can't remember. talk radio. Yeah. He got very angry with me. Yeah, I bet he yeah. did. 
He said I was. Uh, well, he said he, he kind of, um, you know, said I was uh, stupid and not funny and badly edited. And then um, a day later, he was like, "Do you, do you want to come on the show and talk about your uh, your sketch?" A lot of us laughed, including myself. Oh, wow. uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's sort of good in the. I mean, I suppose the, the, especially the morning, the Susanna Reid and stuff. They, I'm sure she wouldn't mind too much about it. Yeah, well, I got but, a nice one from um, Naga from the BBC, and right. she just said, "She said, yay." <laughs> Is there any that... copyright issues that they can come and get you for? Though you're stealing <laughs> other know. people's work. <laughs> I, I just, I hope that they don't really think of it. <laughs> I mean, you're not making any money out of it directly. No, no money at all. It's <laughs> but that's you know, it's sort of it, just that technical ability to to do that. I know everyone sort of lots of people have yeah. those sort of things, but that's that kind of impresses me that you're able to even just put that together and make that work as you know the the technical yeah. thing of the of acting against it as well. Because presumably you're remember are you are you playing it as you do it or are you remembering? What I'm re- remembering yeah. my lines. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got, like got, got to time it. You've got to time it. Yeah, you've got to time it. And sometimes I've got lots of footage of me just going. <laughs> I have to sort of work through. That's that's nodding for the audio. Yeah, audio. No, yeah. Don't don't worry about those audio idiots. <laughs> they don't des- they don't deserve to know what's going on. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's, it's, it, and what what has it led to? I mean, is there stuff you can talk about? Is it? Has, has... Well, it has led to things, but um, I don't. I don't think I can talk about them just because also they might not happen. And then it would be horrible. This would be like a horrible relic of what was that <laughs> never happened. Um, I'm, I'm doing... Um, I'm taking a show to Edinburgh, Great. which um, I'm really looking forward to doing. I'm looking forward to getting on the stage again. So that is, that is one thing I can say because it's definitely happening. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you're going to do... Is it... Because that's... Are you going to try and do the characters on stage? Yes. Is that, have, you, have you thought about how... <laughs> have I thought about, about how it will work? No, I just want to No, I mean, you happens. might be working on it. Have you, yeah. do, have you, have you got ideas for yeah, how it works? I do, have, I do yeah. have a few ideas. Okay, good. Yeah. Do you think it's going to work? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it will work. No, yeah. that'll be... You know, I'm sure that will be... Yeah. That's going to be a hit at the fringe, right? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that would be definitely nice. Definitely will be. Well, it's going to be quite. What, what do you think? You've obviously done Edinburgh before. Yes. But I feel this one was was the last one you did be pre lockdown. You didn't go up. But, uh, um, no, I didn't go. Yes, yeah, so the last one, one I did was yeah pre lockdown. Yeah. I, I don't know what it's going to be like this it's year. Going to be in, I, sort of you I know. There's going to be a lot of people, and lot. everyone's going to be very like frenzied and weird. Well, that's always the case. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if uh, it might be you know a kind of because it's been two or three years, hasn't it? So. Yeah. It might be kind of quite a celebratory atmosphere. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Com- comedians are horrible. You should never. You should just stay being an actor. Now you've got into this world. Yeah, I could be still doing kissing couple number three. <laughs> you could. Be, yeah. Be fantastic. Now I want the the thing I wanted to talk to you about was your experience. Uh, I don't know if, how true this was because it's in <laughs> something like the Daily Express or something. Oh but no. But your experience with uh, the Hinge. Oh. Dating app. Are you, are you happy to talk about Yeah, this? we can talk about that. Okay. I think I, I'd let you tell the story. Um, <laughs> so I was on, I was on Hinge. Yeah. And, uh, and, and if, uh, for those who aren't on Hinge, uh, it'll send you notifications on your phone. It'll go, we've got a perfect match for you. And they recommend it. And um, it, it, they said, oh, we've got a perfect match for you um, for, for Charlie. And I, I clicked on the profile and it was my brother. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very sad moment. <laughs> He's in tonight. So, um, yeah. I mean, don't you have to give it a go if the computer, <laughs> if the algorithm is set? Well, you think, why? Well, Hinge doesn't lie. <laughs> no, we've got a lot in common. Yeah. You'd think it might. I suppose you can't really. Got the same surname. Yeah. <laughs> that, might be a, that might be a warning light that should flash somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, but we 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 we're going strong. So okay. <laughs> it's, um, it's good. Oh dear. I mean, I've not. I was. I, I dated before all the apps. I've never heard of Hinge before. Uh, I have to say. Yeah. So is it? Is that more of? Is that? A, is that? Is that a? So obviously, is that a, mo- a modern thing? Is it more thing? of a sort of serious one where you're trying to find a, a life I partner? I don't know. I hate. It... I hate them. I've gone yeah. off them because I tend to. Um, I don't like the whole thing of them because you, 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 I can't tell whether I fancy someone from a photo. And then you have this sort of weird... I can. 
que... Yeah, go on. I got with any... <laughs> you have this sort of weird conversation and you're not invested in it and it's all lame. And then, yeah, yeah. I hate it. And then I end up ghosting people just because I don't... I'm like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. I just think it's too easy. It annoys me as someone who sort of basically stopped dating when dating apps were just about to start coming out. Yeah. It just annoys me how easy it is. If I'd had those in the 1990s, I wouldn't have, you know, at least I wouldn't have been sat in my flat on my own every weekend crying, <laughs> playing Civilization 2. <laughs> I might, it was good. It was good times. But, you know, it would be nice to have some human company. Yeah, and you could have, if you were on dating app, you could have written that in your bio. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love Civilization. Come round, please, Civ 2. Oh, what a catch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the best Civ. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I find it. In- I just it's interesting the way things move. I did a show where I, and it was only a tiny part of the show, but I went on fifty dates in fifty days. Yeah. For a show, so it was like you know, just anyone who would come on a date with me, I went on a date with, which I suppose is a bit more like modern, modern dating, right? The people are a bit more. I mean, it's not fifty in the fifty days, but it's a bit no. more like. Well, but it is. It's like a job, I think. Yeah. And um, it's not a job I want to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I do. I do, but, you know, I just want to get the job. But you don't want to, you know... Don't want to do all the interviews. Yeah, yeah. or your brother to be... <laughs> I don't want to do my brother. To be the job. Yeah. No. no. It's amazing. It's an, that's just so, so amazing that happened. I, I love it. Um, on a similar theme, I'm sorry. Um, well, as, a, as a female comedian, yeah. um, you know, I think it's, it's... You under... I think people... And even I still underestimate how much crap you get just because you're female. Yeah. And again, I think by being so online, I mean, I've heard you talking about guys telling you're terrible and then sending you... Yeah, aggressive dick pics. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them, I mean, um, some of them are... So so I've got two repeat offenders. Okay. And um, one of them... Can you just tell from the dicks or or is it it that... (laughs) Are they coming under different names? They they both have signature styles. Uh, Yeah. So um, there's uh, Kyle... Sorry for uh, spilling your name there, Kyle. <laughs> and um, he, yeah, he's, um, he, he sort of sends one saying, oh, you're not funny. And then he sends a sort of picture of um, him with his little penis out. <laughs> and then, um, but one, you know, I, t- I tweeted about it once and, and then I, I blocked him and tweeted about it. And then he came back with a different um, account, which was called Big Kyle. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, stop, stop telling people I'm not funny, bitch. Here's another picture. And he sent me this picture. And then underneath he went, not that one. Don't look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've got Kyle. And then there's this other guy who, um, he's, he's targeted a few women on the internet. And one time he, 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 he sort of had his, his penis out. And then in the background, someone noticed that he'd left his ID card with his full name. Oh, and... Uh, <laughs> And date of birth. So they kind of, they sort of said underneath, they said, oh, do an apology or, or we're going we're gonna to contact your mother and then they put his full name. And he did, he put a sort of, sort of rambly apology. But what's funny about him is, is he, will, he will send you his penis and then you go, um, I know who you are and then you send his full name with his date of birth and then he goes, shut up, bitch, and he deletes his picture. <laughs> so, his... I mean, I find it, I mean, it's, at the moment it's sort of in the news this, as whether this should be illegal or not. Yeah. I mean, I cannot believe... It's not illegal or Yeah, because it's also, it's not very nice. They're no. never nice dick pics. They're never like, <laughs> oh, look at my penis. They're, no. You know, they're like, look at my penis. <laughs> <laughs> so if they just ask in a more gentlemanly way, you'd yeah, be like, just like here, here here look is. at my penis, please. <laughs> you may not like it, but it's up to you. Yeah. I just, it just, I mean, what, you know, when I grew up, like, that's what... People in bushes did that. And yeah. They were, you know, they were seen as being undesirable members of society <laughs> who you should avoid and should go to prison. So yeah. it sort of seems just bizarre that people would do that just as a, you know, as an aggressive thing or, or yeah. as, a, as a flirting. You know, it seems, like, seems <laughs> a bit a too wooing, soon to flirt. Yeah. Thing. It's like, here's my penis. <laughs> I mean, you know, wait, wait for that. Because yeah. even the good ones... Don't look that good. No, no, they, they don't, don't photograph well, I don't no. think, I'm afraid. Um, so it's all a different world to, to me. Maybe I should start sending some out. <laughs> Do you want one? No? Even Andy McH won't have a dick pic from me. 
<laughs> but I'm polite enough to ask. Fucking send in you want anyway, and you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, we can book you on Cameo. I'm fa- fascinated by Cameo. Yeah. And I'm mainly fascinated by the price points that people choose. Yeah. You're really cheap. I know. He's like, well, I do it in character and also because I'm like, it's, it would be really embarrassing. Can you imagine doing it as me? No, you're good. <laughs> you're a good person. And you do really, you just... work, they're good messages. I've seen them. They're good. Thanks. Yeah. You should charge more. You Have charge more pride more. in yourself. <laughs> How did you decide to set your... your well, limit? I did set it really low. Yeah. But then I kept getting lots of them and that was a bit exhausting. <laughs> And then I thought, oh, I'll move it up. Yeah. Yeah. So it was lower so than this. It, it was, was, low, low, <laughs> it was lower really than low. It was like a fiver. Right. And um, yeah, now I've moved up and now people don't, don't want one as much. But you know, no, that's, that's good. Because cool, I respect myself. Yeah. Farage doesn't, doesn't he? So, yeah, you know, he does. They's... He does them sort of um, popping out from behind a tree. He's quite inventive. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, do you, do you just not, you not pop out from No, I don't pop out in front of any trees yet. What if yeah. someone asked you to pop out from behind a tree? Would you do it? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm absolutely going to ask you to do that. I'm gonna, it's, only, it's only 30 quid. I'm going to get Farage, gonna get Farage to do one and you to do one. And, I'm gonna and put, then compare. Put them together. Yeah. I'm going to put them out on the podcast. Yeah, why, why not? I'll find a tree. But you charge more for... So you, businesses I charge more can for do, trees. No, businesses can do it, right? I don't know. Yeah, biz, that. But I, I don't really that understand that. I would know that they've asked me and I don't even understand what they're asking okay. me to do. So I tend to... Um, it gets all a bit technical. They're right. like, can you do a funny video about, uh, you know, technology and the something or something? And I'm, I'm think, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no, weird, it's I just can't. a weird thing. I think it's a weird thing, Cameo. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, but it's like loads and loads of people are doing it. The bloke from the in-betweeners makes like half a million pounds a year. It's funny because some, some of the celebrities you see are really lazy on it, where they're just like, hi, uh, Kelly... Uh, happy happy birthday! Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and they're charging like 150 quid. Yeah, great. Tiffany Haddish was on it for a bit, like for but like from you know Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, three thousand dollars <gasps> or something it was. My wife really likes Tiffany Haddish, but I'm not, no, three thousand. I don't like my wife much. that much. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet it wouldn't be that good. But she was then she was gone anyway. I did think about it, but yeah. it was. But it's sort of you think why would Tiffany Haddish? Why do you no. want, you're I think doing films, don't you? Only three thousand dollars. There's a lot of bored celebrities in lockdown, yeah. thinking I might as well. I guess, I suppose. Say so. hello to people. Yeah. In a garden. Yeah. With a tree. Yeah. Uh, do you know? It's an. It's an. Int- I just think it's interesting. It's an interesting. <laughs> and I, you know, I like. I've made uh, Michael Ian Black do about five for me when he was a guest. <laughs> so. You know, I just. I thought, and I'd, I've said. I think I've said this before that you could. There's, you know, there's some pretty big celebrities on there. Yeah. I think you could write a film and get them all to do a little bit. <laughs> and then put it out, they're all on a TV screen or whatever, they're all talking to you on a, an entrance phone or something. That would be brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I can't be bothered to do it. Yeah. 
But you know. Also, do you think they could sue you? I don't know what the you know. It'd be interesting to see. <laughs> Who them. knows? You never know well, these got, days, do you? I got Ice T to do one for my Stone Clearing podcast. <laughs> I doubt he's heard it. It didn't make any. You know, I didn't monetize it. But it's pretty cool to have Ice. Yeah. <laughs> then you put it out on a podcast. I don't know if you're allowed to put it out on a podcast. I put all the ones I've done I on the podcast. You can put anything out on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can. No one's going. Yeah. But that's you know that's. Cheap, cheaper than getting iced tea over from America to be on the podcast. <laughs> He's like a big star. Why is he doing it? Why is iced- I can understand why you're doing it, Rosie. <laughs> iced tea. Let me ask you some emergency questions. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I know what I need to talk to you about as well. Um, I will ask you... I'm, this is the last time I'm going to ask this question. <laughs> some of them only have a limited lifespan. <laughs> Do you, do you think ghosts have bum holes? That's my. That's that's, <laughs> that's all I need to. Yes. Why, yes, I why do. do. Why think? wouldn't they have bum because holes? Because they don't have anything else. Because they, but they, like they had bum holes in life. They'd probably have little ghosty bum holes. That they had kidneys in life. You, they haven't got kidneys. They've still ghost. got ghost kidneys. They haven't. They? You can see through them. There's nothing in there. That's the whole point of view. <laughs> if they had kidneys, you wouldn't be able to see through them. Oh no! No, I'm doubting my yeah. answer. No, I think no. I'm sticking with it. I okay. think they had bum holes. They have bum holes. I think most people think they have bum holes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen a ghost, Rosie? No. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. I see. You seem like a, a sensible, non-insane person. <laughs> so I, I thought that don't might want to be, rule them out, though. That might be your answer. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't think they exist. So I don't yeah. think they have bum holes. That's, <laughs> that's what I'd go for. It'd be weird if they don't exist, but they do have bum holes. <laughs> That's what I'd be most worried about. And then that would explain why I see all those bum holes floating yeah. around in my house. <laughs> that was the only bit of you that said, why not? Why not? Why wouldn't it just be your bum hole? If, yeah, if that's true. If we die and all that's left is a little ghostly bum hole. If that hole. was where the trauma was yeah. as well. Because <laughs> well, that's, that's what ghosts is all about, trauma, isn't it? Unresolved yeah. trauma. If you, all your unresolved trauma is, is around that area. I mean, it is for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> then why not? Why yeah. not there be levitating bum holes everywhere? Bumholes. You wouldn't even really notice. There could no. be there could be like a hundred bum holes <laughs> around us right now. There could be someone's bum hole right in your face. Now. Oh god. Oh well good for it. Yeah. yeah. Um you know that chrysalis question that you heard from last week's show? If you were if you were put into a chrysalis like yeah. a caterpillar, yeah. you could come out and be anything you want. You could be yourself, or you could be someone else, or you could be anything but you've changed into something else. What would you be when you came out of that chrysalis? Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. I know it's a hard question and it's, it's a very... a hard question. It's a very revealing question and you're going to have to come up with an answer and the answer will reveal a lot about you. Because... <laughs> <laughs> well, because you, you want to sort of say it um, like a, a giant, beautiful butterfly, don't oh, yeah. you? But then people would shoot you and put you in a prison and it would be really bleak and then you think, well, I made the wrong choice. You know, a lot of butterflies don't even have mouths, right? They don't, you know. I know a lot about butterflies because I've been reading this book about fucking butterflies and aphids and whatever else and my daughter for weeks. It's really long. Do they it's just really use their getting... nose hairs? They, they, I don't know about that. A lot of them, they don't even bother. Can you imagine being God and going, I'm going to have this beautiful thing, a butterfly, then I'm not going to give it a mouth so it can't eat anything and it will die in two weeks of starvation. Is that what happens? Yeah, they don't bother. They just lay some eggs and then they're fucked off and they're dead. All that, you go through all that. That's what you've just done. You've come out as a butterfly. Oh, I'll be a butterfly. Yeah, Wrong well, choice. Oh, no. Yeah. We're in the butterfly. We went to see the, the butterflies in the zoo. Have you been to London Zoo? There's a nice butterfly. Is there a good butterfly yeah, uh, enclosure? Yeah, there's a little you go through. It's more there's, dying. They're, starvation. They're all, they're, they, I guess they're dying, but you can see all the... Yeah, you like, they look happy, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. They're flying around. It's a good yeah. environment for them. <laughs> <laughs> when you go in, you can pretend that, you know, my son's obsessed with ghosts and Marley and Marley. Yeah. I was telling you backstage, you go through this thing of chains and my son was going through the chains going, it's my Marley, because <laughs> it's like the change you forge in life. <laughs> That's why he's obsessed with ghosts, taking his clothes off. Don't know where he gets it from. Um, do you think your obituary photo has been taken yet? Or that's a good question to ask someone as young and at the start of their career as I you. hope not. Yeah. Yeah. I hope when it, when it, when it is, it's me looking old and decrepit and yeah. alive. Well, it'd just be you <laughs> next to that guy from Talk Radio. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be sad? And you'd live to 99 years old. Yeah. They go, you remember the girl who did that? And he'd you? hate tweet it and be there. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely going to die before you. Don't worry. He's definitely going to go. Um, 
You are from Somerset, but I don't know where in Somerset. And there have been quite a lot of guests recently from Somerset. I grew up in Somerset. I'm oh, yeah. In Cheddar. Nice. Uh, whereabouts, uh, whereabouts in Somerset did you grow up? Um, I grew up uh, in, in near Froome. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, a little village called Maiden Bradley. Okay. And then we moved to Bath when I was about 16. A lot of people moved to Bath. Who was yeah. the other person? There was someone, there's a couple of people who've moved to Bath. Yeah, the Bath, Bath. It's a big comedy scene coming out of Bath. <laughs> Little comedy in Bath on the streets of Bath. <laughs> it is had to battle tough times. Yeah, and because uh, the, the magic, the magic waters. You go in the. Have you bathed in the waters of the Bath? I don't think you can bathe in the waters you anymore. Oh no, in. you can. You're right. You can do the the but it's quite expensive. So okay. no, no, just the muddy canal. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to pay anything. Do you still go back to Somerset? Yeah, I go back to visit my parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Bath. In Bath. I mean, it's not technically Somerset, but I'm it's gonna still is Somerset. It's like it's just new Somerset, isn't it? Okay. They used to be like what Avon, yeah, Bath and Avon, yeah. And they went, there, fuck that. Oh, is it come back I think in? no. Do you know what I, well, I think it was? And I could be completely wrong. I think it was a plot by the Tories because they they had um, Froome were voting Liberal Democrats, and they went, well, we'll widen Somerset, and then all the Tories will envelop the Liberal Democrats, yeah. and the Tories will win. I might have just made that up. It but I think like, it, I think like it might have happened. Do. I mean, you know, it doesn't really matter if a few Liberal Democrats get enveloped, does it? It's not going to make any difference to anything. <laughs> Maybe one day they'll emerge triumphant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't see it. No. <laughs> they should just said, do you want to come? You can be in our government if you want. Okay. <laughs> that, that would have been the easier thing to do, wouldn't it? Come and be in our government. We won't do any things you want. <laughs> but, you know, you can help us ruin the fucking country and then <laughs> go and work for Facebook. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong questions. <laughs> so, uh, what, what do you think... What do you think's going to come... You can't tell me what you're going to do with the, the character with anything else, but is, is, is the, are you going to push on with the... What, in life? Well, with the... What, what, do, you, what, what do you want to happen? I say. want to be what for my. Is this yeah, a trick question, your, or should it be about the world? Well, it can be a, it world can be a, peace. It can be the w- world peace. A box of chocolates. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, what do you? What would your ideal thing be to have? Would you like to? Do you like the freedom of doing your own stuff, or do you see that as a springboard to becoming a? I movie like star? doing my own stuff, yeah. but what I would like is for people to do it and then just put me in their things. Yeah. That would be nice. But that's going to happen, though, right? Because it's, I hope so. it's making a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I hope so. That would be nice. And then I can just sort of go, oh, yeah, I'm going to write, write something of my own after I've done this massive film <laughs> where I don't do anything apart from, you know, walk on and say things. I realise I just sort of, that sounds like I'm being snooty about actors, but that's the dream. But would, so do, do you think that, so move from moving from acting into comedy was I mean, I'm still doing acting yeah but was it was is acting the thing you really see yourself as or because it could be because I don't I don't know really no. I love um I love writing my own stuff and I, I like doing that and I like having the I think you know sometimes when you're you're an actor you're a lot of actors I know are very creative uh people but it can be quite frustrating because even if you're working all the time you're you're really part of someone else's creative vision it's not it's not you. You're you're sort of brought in really as a kind of a cog in the wheel. So I really like the freedom that um, yeah, that writing my own uh, stuff stuff brings me. I mean, it can be a bit more scary, and also you know I might get cancelled, um, which which is hard <laughs> I won't to get, get... cancelled. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, no, no one really does get. I mean, no one really gets cancelled. Yeah, it's just consequences, isn't it? <laughs> it's consequent no culture. One, no one gets cancelled. I don't think comedians really get. It's, you know, it's weird. It is weird that comedians get more stick than yeah. for telling a joke than than people do for doing things that are bad. Yes. And that's sort of weird to me. But look, but the comedians who get cancelled have usually done something that's bad. That's that's true. Right, which is yeah. okay. Yeah. That's right. But no, I was really struggling to think, I think we've talked about this, but I think maybe Roseanne Barr is the only person I can think of who's been cancelled for something she's said. Yeah. Uh, but it was quite bad. It was pretty bad. Whether... You know, I don't like I don't like the idea of anyone being like not able to come back from stuff. I think I think if you get to the point where you go, if you if you cross this line, 
that's it. No, you're right. And I think even with, with, with Jimmy Carr, but then I guess he just he just hid and hid for a while, didn't he? I think he's fine now. Well, he's done it a few times. He's, he's <laughs> hidden a few times. But you just shut, if you shut up for a bit, then yeah, then they'll move on to the next thing. Yeah. It, it absolutely, yeah. And you know, so I, Jimmy's Jimmy won't get cancelled for that. If he, if he, but that what he's done is still probably not. I mean, it's not great, but it's still not as bad as fiddling his taxes. Yeah, or fiddling which is a th- which is a thing things. which he's yeah. you know which he's got he's come come back from so yeah yeah no you're right I think I I do understand the kind of fear of because I I did a sketch once that got made people really angry I okay. mean they got it was a joke but they were they were really angry and uh, it's quite a scary feeling because like, that was yeah. the only time I thought I'm going to get cancelled <laughs> well we'll get that <laughs> sketch out and I'll, <laughs> if I do one thing from this podcast. <laughs> I don't think he will, you know, I think, and I think comedians have got longer careers. Yes. And who've done things that are on record. I don't know who I'm talking about here. Um, you know, then you could think, oh, someone could dig that up. And I think the problem is when things are taken out of context. Yeah. Think, more than, more yeah. than anything. Um, being a comedian's better than being an actor, though, right? I, yeah, I think so. It's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can, it's nice to do. It is nice to do both. I just find, you know, I think, I think actors need to be, like, I think, yeah. I don't want to piss off all the actors I work with, <laughs> but like, if you're just going to act, it's 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 so it's so hard because of all the waiting around. Even if you're working all the waiting around, yeah. But if you're not working all the waiting around, it's very difficult. You need sort of need something else going on. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think. Um, well, yeah, that's what's nice about comedy. You can always write something. Yeah. And with the internet, you can always throw an idea on there. Yeah. And see what happens. And do you think you'll get? I mean, it's still fairly early days, right? For for the stuff you're doing yeah with michael spicer who had a sort of similar i mean a, a long tail i think he did a lot of work for a long time and then hit on this, this yeah. idea that became very successful but then it felt like he almost felt this is a bit too successful and everyone every time anything happened in the news people were obviously emailing him going do, do, do this look what boris johnson's done do you think you're going to get to that or do you feel that I, I do, 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 do you feel you know you really get to the point where you think Oh, you know, it's it's like it it's there's too much stuff going on. There's too much that I could do, and people are expecting it now. Um, I think there's all there's always a bit of that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the political landscape at the moment is so um, interesting. It's it's so crazy. I think it's quite um, a lot of it. Exciting is the wrong word because it's also very bleak. But there is something you you kind of go. It, there's always material. There's always something yeah. providing you where you can think I can I can do something. But yeah, if you're feeling a bit off that week and then people are messaging going, "Are you going to do a video on this?" and you're going, "No, I'm going to sit in a duvet and watch TV." I mean, you can choose when to do it. There's the nice thing yeah. about it. I think I, what I love about it is the, is is the subtlety of it and the fact that it, it can be taken as real. But it, you know, I think we were saying maybe we we're saying this backstage. But you know, Nadine Doris is like is is so like a she's too so extreme, extreme. Yeah, yeah she is she's a comedy character yeah i i feel you can't really parody her because she does everything to the max and if you did you couldn't go more than that no you know she's 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 mad yeah she is mad isn't she yeah <laughs> mad with love for Boris, Matt with yeah, she said she give give him her undying loyalty. <laughs> it's when it's it's sort of all fascinating stuff. I mean, it is you know, I mean, as we were discussing last week, let's get bleak again. Uh, but it's you know, it is it is sort of this. It feels like the way out. You know, there's no way out. It's good, sort of good for comedians to a point. <laughs> Yeah, it's, still it's, it's horrible, isn't it? You go, yeah. you go. I want the world to get better, but not too much better. <laughs> Otherwise, what will I do? Um, but yeah, it is. It is. It's a bit. I mean, the, the, the funny thing is, I don't think I, you know. I was never particularly um, sort of political, really, until the last couple of years, just because it's got, especially. Well, I mean, you know, Brexit was a sort of big turning point because that that was when I think things got so divisive and mm. and angry. And then when Boris Johnson came to power. You're just looking at this government who were all fools. They're fools, and he, he, he no, none of them are competent, and they're all liars. Yeah. So it's it's a it's hard. I I feel it was it was hard not to be political with the current climate because it, it's it's worrying, you know, yeah. and um, also funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is, and it, you know, but I think that is the crux of it that for Boris Johnson to get all the stuff he needed to get done. He had to 
get rid of anyone who yeah, was get vaguely rid of anyone who was vaguely competent. <laughs> yeah, they did. And they, you know, they sort of forget. They sort of sacked off a lot of the yeah. senior politicians, and so you're left in in this position where, um, you know, when I think my, um, Amanda said this at some point, but when but when Boris Johnson's ill. There's nobody when he was, when he had COVID. There was yeah. nobody. No and one And they knew. wheeled out Matt Hancock, yeah. who I had a bit of a soft spot for actually. <laughs> uh, Matt, Matt Hancock, because um, he's so sort of inept, isn't he? So, so he's very socially inept. He's like a sort of little um, little weasel. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you know, you can't you can't know, hate him too much. And he much. tried to come back with his black polar neck on. Yeah, and... no, it was a yeah, it was a black polar yeah. neck on his on the podcast yeah. where he said, I just fell in love really. <laughs> <laughs> just fell in love with somebody and uh, things happened. <laughs> you know. It's yeah, un- good for him. Well, it's, we Power all, of love. We all love him, don't we? For, oh, he fell in love. What a lovely, what a lovely guy he yeah. is. That's fantastic. I'm sure it's, yeah, that's weird. Right, let me, I'll give you a couple more emergency questions yeah. and then who knows what will happen. Oh. Who knows what will happen next. Um, okay. Who is your favourite mathematician? Uh, um... Uh, my favourite mathematician, <laughs> Einstein. Einstein is good. <laughs> Did a bit of math, probably. E equals MC squared. It's all the same, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I went for Rachel Riley in my book, but there you go. You know, you're classy, <laughs> classier than me. I've been uh, reading a lot about Pythagoras. I've been writing a book about testicles. Cool. Uh, Py- Pythagoras had a, you know, he did the the triangle thing. Yes. Uh, he had a lot of. Um, Theories about testicles. (laughs) He thought because I think this is I think it was him, it was either him or Socrates, I'm pretty sure it was Pythagoras, thought that because mung beans, if you leave them out in the sun, smell quite like sperm, that they're they're sort of the the same thing. So there's they're so he thought te- he thought mung beans and, and sperm and testicles were the same thing. So people could get pregnant from mung beans. But, you know, people don't remember that so much babies. as the uh, hypotenuse thing, isn't it? The square of the hypotenuse. <laughs> You've got to chuck stuff out there. It's the same yeah. for mathematicians yeah. as it is for comedians. Some Not of it every... flies, some, some of it's mung beans. I thought that, you know, I think the sperm thing should work. Um, have you ever sucked on a fisherman's friend, lowercase? Lowercase. Lower <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, haven't we? Probably all yeah, have. Yeah, we all have. You know, fishermen, fishermen have a lot of friends. Um, <laughs> How do you feel about liquid soap? Is it just an elaborate con? <laughs> I don't, you know, you're, again, you're young. You're young. And, you know, I don't know if you remember the days of soap, proper soap. I like soap. a liquid soap. You like it? Yeah, it feels less... Uh, You've been conned. Dry It is less dirty. dry, it's, it's liquidy. Because with soap, no, but with soap, you wash your hands and then you, like, you, it's got other hands on it, hasn't it? Yeah, but it? it's soap, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's soap. It's true. I never thought of it it's like that. It's self cleaning. Yeah. Um, there was a time when liquid soap, they tried to market one that you put your hand underneath and it would automatically, like, you know, yeah. they have those. And, but then that's sort of saying our soap doesn't work, isn't it? It's saying don't touch the top of our soap <laughs> to get some soap. You're about to wash your hands. <laughs> if the soap works, doesn't matter what's on the top, does it? It could be a big lump of shit on the top of there. <laughs> I just think it's a bar of soap, right? I just think I've gone back to soap. Yeah. A bar of soap lasts, never ends. You buy one no, bar of soap. Don't you find that quite disturbing? No, I don't. It never we, ends. Uh, we, in, my, in our flat, we have um, this, this one bar of soap in our, in our kitchen. Yeah. It never dies. and no. my, my flatmate won't go near it. But, you know, it's still That's there. It's best. And liquid soap, they just tip their con in you. You, don't, you make liquid soap by getting a bar of soap and putting some liquid on it. <laughs> furious I'm furious about the modern world um, what, instru- what musical instrument that you don't know how to play do you think you could pick up right now and have a pretty good crack at um, the uh, bongo, bongo drums yeah that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a good Why not? do you not know how to play the bongo drums I think you know <laughs> how to play bongo drums I haven't played them yet, but okay. you're right. Yeah. It's one of those innate skills, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think you just you can, you've, if, you, if you've seen bongos and someone playing the bongos, you know how to play the bongos, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> like a trombone. I think I could I re- play a trombone. I, re- I think I could play Actually, a trombone. Actually, no, I don't. Can't. I think you just do that horrible um, spitty, breathy thing that you see when people try. Yeah. But trumpet, why not? Give yeah. it a go. 
Give it a go. Trombone's one of the hardest. I think French horn's the hardest of the brass instruments to master. Is that because you have to have a lot to blow? Um, I don't know if it is. I think it's just technically quite difficult. I used to play the trumpet. Um, but this was a trick question. No, well, I couldn't could choose trumpet, but I would choose a trombone, which I don't think I could play. I think it is quite hard. You've got to judge whether... When it's a trumpet, you just press the things and the notes come out. Yeah. You, go, you, slightly, you have to go... That's low. And then... That's higher. So, let's see if I can remember. <laughs> I think I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Can't have everything, can you? I'm going to ask you this. It came up last week. What's your favourite drink? I'm going to ask it properly this time. Uh, a Negroni. Negroni? Yeah. Is that like... Uh, I don't know what's in it. What is a Negroni? Is it it's a cocktail? A, uh, it's, yeah, it's an orange cocktail. Okay. I just realised where, where this ends. Yeah. Yeah. If you found out <laughs> it was actually made out of wasp urine and always have been, <laughs> would it still be your favourite and would you carry on drinking it? Yes. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? And then you could, you could regale it to people when you're drinking, can you? You've already drunk a lot of it. That's the way I look at it. So why stop? If you yeah. like it, carry on. Yeah, you, yeah completely. I'm not going to shame people who like drinking wasp urine. <laughs> okay. Um, so what was the what was the crown? What who did you play in the crown jewel? Because that sounds like I, quite. A good I point. played um, the the queen. Oh yeah. And I played Princess Margaret, and I played a corgi. I so, yeah. I'd have thought you'd play. You look like Kate. Kate would be. The... We didn't get that far. We, we right. this was this was after the first two series, the Claire okay. Foy and Matt Smith. Right. Um. So we, we didn't we didn't get as far as as far as that. Okay. So was yeah. it was it a straight on parody of the Netflix thing, or uh, would it work for a parody of the royal family? It, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was no, it was very much kind of taken from from Netflix, but it was yeah. very fun. It was so silly. Was it two hander thing? Yeah. So yeah. we just played everyone. Yeah. Um, and wore lots of wigs. Will it come back? Will you get to go to America? Well, yes, but I, I, it kept sort of. When, when with the, the pandemic, it kept sort of saying, oh, that it just kept getting pushed back and back and back. And now there's been loads more series of The Crown. Yeah. So it'd have to be sort of rewritten. I don't know. I don't it'd know if I'd, it was, I love doing it. I'd really like to be Princess Diana. Would you really like to be Princess Diana? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, okay. No. But you'd like to play I'd like Princess to play Diana. Princess Diana. Yeah. And more corgis. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you do like a lot of these quite posh characters, aren't they? They are. It's kind of quite yeah, which is obviously not like not like, like me. you at all. Yeah. Well, that's why it's. I mean, I guess that's why there's a sort of believability to it, right? It's it's there's there's a feeling. Yeah. That's why people believe it. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, also, it's it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of wonder, you know, is it fair on posh people that they... I don't wonder if it's... I, I've been watching so many things on, like, Netflix and whatever of really posh people, like The Crown, actually, yeah. and Succession, where people are really rich and and maybe a bit stupid, uh, but they're all having a horrible time. Yeah. Right? I was in Primrose Hill this weekend, uh, where everyone's very, very rich but pretends that they're bohemian. Yeah. They all look really happy. <laughs> I mean, they look really, and I'd be very happy to live there. It's amazing. Um, do you think it? Do you think they get? Do you, do you think that's a defence mechanism to make to make out that posh people are unhappy? Uh, and do you think that this sort of stereotype of um, posh people being stupid? A is it fair on posh people? But B is it a way of? You know, dis- is it a way of letting them get away with it? I don't know. What do you think? I definitely think it's a way of, of letting them get away with it. I think there are a lot of stupid posh there people. There are a lot. And there's a lot of stupid... I mean, there's a lot of stupid everyone, obviously, but yeah. there's a lot of... Um, I think, especially if you're looking at the political landscape, there's a lot of stupid posh people in government. Yeah. And what's crazy is that you know, with, with sort of, you know, Eton and Oxford... Um, produces these people who get very high up in life and aren't very bright. And I think that should be mocked. Yeah. Um, 
No. And no, also- I do. I do. Well, I do think so, but it's sort of in. It's sort of interesting to think, like, I think sort of stereotyping anyone is a sort of dangerous way to go, right? Well, also, I have to say, it's easier to, for me to stereotype that. If I, so a few times when I've done a, a sketch, I did a sketch of a northern woman, and I have people being like, oh, being classist, are we? And oh, making fun of the northerners. Oh, yeah. And you kind of go, oh, God, I just wanted to do a different voice. LAUGHTER <laughs> But you know you've got to use what you've got to use what you've got, and you know it, it is no, it's, it's it's good. But I sort of I don't know. I just don't know whether I was just wondering it for comedically, and it's sort of stupid to think about it this way round. Yeah, because you know comedy should punch up, and you should you should mock you know the people in government and people who are doing well. But it's sort of I'm sort of suspicious of. I don't know, I'm suspicious of lumping any group of people together as, you know, Definitely, as a certain but I, type but of I, I don't know if that's they can't happening. All be, they can't all be stupid, Though, Of course they? they can't all be stupid, but I, there's, there's enough of them there. <laughs> but, but I, yeah, no, I don't, you definitely shouldn't, um, you should say, hey, we're, we're stupid across the, the yeah. cross-class barrier. But, or, I, you know, I don't, I'm, this isn't a criticism of you at all, because I think also in the characters you're playing and in the government, it is like 100%. True. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's very hard to find a Tory who you think, I think they're all right, which I think you would have been, you know, 20 years well, ago, you'd have gone, to, people yeah. would have gone, oh, John Majors was okay. He was all right and away. I mean, there's the guy from the, it's a tug and hat, is it, that guy who's like was in the, it was in the army and he sort of speaks quite passionately oh, about. Oh, yeah, Rory Stewart? Oh, no, no, there's no, Rory Stewart. Talking... He's a different one. It's uh, Tom Tug and Hat. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he's, you know, he's done some good speeches. He's about the only one I could think. I kind of well, there, there are. I think there, there are good toys. I just don't think there are any of the ones currently in power. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> these guys need to go down. <laughs> and do you get more criticism from the left or the right, or is it? Uh, so um, the, the the left are more vicious, actually. Right. So I, I get I, I get um, equally, but the, the right um, there's something quite predictable in what they throw at me so they'll just be like oh you're lefty loon you're not funny and here's my penis um <laughs> where uh the the left when i've been told by the left it tends to be quite a character assassination right. where they, and they'll just write stuff like um rosie holt writes for the daily mail and did a racist video about diane abbott just just things which aren't true right you go, I, I don't know how to combat that. And then um, my cousin wrote underneath one of them and said, uh, I, don't, I don't think that was Rosie Holt. And they said, ah, oh, so you'd rather defend her than stand against racism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you know, there's a lot, the thing is a lot of nuts on, on social media and, they, you, and you notice them more. Yeah. And I said this the other week as well, but, but you know, when you block like for 12 people you suddenly stop getting those, yeah you know it's it, whatever the issue is you find it's about 12 people and you block them and basically that stops yeah and it's sort of it, it feels like a, it feels like a bigger thing than it is and i think as comedians and actors as well it's criticism is obviously you know it, it's taken to heart a lot of the time especially when it's coming to you in your phone, per, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> day by day, well, or in the form of a penis, which I've never... No one sent me a picture of a penis. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I've got my DMs closed, but you can find a way. Just put it in the public. public. <laughs> I think you can do it on Instagram. Yeah, you can you do it on Instagram. Yeah, if you want, if you yeah. want, if you want to send me in. You can get them that way. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so lonely. I, just, I would just take a dick pic from a sad man. They all like me. That's the problem. They're not angry with me. This, this, that's my, my audience. You're probably one of these guys has sent you a dick pic. If not all of them. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, good. It's really fantastic to meet you. And I'm, I think thank what you're you. doing is brilliant. And I'm sure it's going to lead on to whatever the secret things you're doing. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure it's going to lead to fascinating things. So, do you know where you are on at the Edinburgh Fringe? Have you got your? Venue? I'm at yes. I'm at the Pleasance Courtyard at six p.m. Good. Yeah. Solid. That's not, solid yeah. time. Um, and all the way through the fringe. Yes. Good. Fantastic. Well, I will be up there for the. For, we're doing Rahalastapa. Uh, thank you. Um, thank you to the five people. <laughs> I know it's late. Come on, we've done well. Um, 
Uh, yes, we're, we're doing the... Uh, and Drunk Women Solving Crime as well, which you should also see. So have you done Drunk Women Solving Crime? No, but I've listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was just about to call someone then. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. Uh, well, I'm sure I can, I can get you on that. Yeah, and yeah, I, I've, got, I've got an in. Good time. Uh, <laughs> uh, so come and see us all at the Edinburgh Fringe. And ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive round of applause to florist, Rosie Holt. Thank you. Thank you very much. Come and see us next week. You have been listening to Rahulastapa with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Rosie Holt. Thank you to Scant Regard for doing the music. I'm indebted to Ben Walker, not that one. I am also indebted to Chris Evans, that one. And thank you to everybody at the Leicester Square Theatre and all the crew behind this fantastic endeavour. Uh, thank you also to everybody at ACAS and my mum and dad. The I also need to thank the this week's people who backed the Kickstarter campaign to film this show. They are John Pardo, Kurt Fritz, Stephen Whiting, Sally's Guy, Ben Coffer, Sarah Richardson, Michael Glass, check out the singer Natalie McCool, John Adillo, in capital letters, Richard Holloway, Ian Hyde, Rachel Pierce, Tom, Alison Fenton, Stephen Greenhalgh, Lorcan McGrain, Andrew Anthony, Maya Solisgon, Maya Solisgon, Michael Thompson, Dave the Aussie, Eric Rupal, pronounced Rupal, Paul, One Big Crisp Bar, Bowden Hockey Thompson, John and Mandy, Claudia McKelvey, Ollie, Kirsty Loy, Sarah Clark, Pete Christopher James, Jeanette Muff, hello Jeanette, Mark Sullivan, Nun, not a nun, just no name, Kester Ford, Daniel Skevington, and Tap to Tap. This is a Sky Potato, a Fuzz, and a GoFasterStripe.com production. Uh, if you want to see the videos of these shows, why not head to GFSBoxOffice.com where you will still be able to buy them even now if you want. Uh, they are all there. If you didn't, if what if listening to it wasn't enough, head to richardherring.com slash gigs to find out what live podcasts are coming up soon. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. RichardHerring.com slash ballback slash tour or RichardHerring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.